Welcome to EU Code Week Podcasts. We bring coding, computational thinking, robotics, and innovation closer to you, your community, and your school. Hi, we are your hosts, Eugenia Casariego and Ariana Vlasic. We are part of the EU Code Week team that wants to support the adaptation of education in Europe to face the digital challenges of the future. And today we are going to take a look into EU Code Week and the amazing initiatives implemented so far. EU Code Week inspires teachers and motivates them to launch creative activities in their countries. We have a lot of examples of ideas brought to life since EU Code Week started many years ago, like the EU Code Week O2Code, the Code Week Dance, Coding at Home and the Treasure Hunt. They make all of us proud to be part of this dynamic, continuously evolving and unique community. We have here today a guest who can best talk about these projects, Alessandro Bogliolo from Italy. He has been involved in EU Code Week since the start and continues to inspire us with his ideas. Welcome, Alessandro. Hi, hello, everybody. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a bit about your experience? Sure, with pleasure. I'm a computer scientist. I'm a professor of computer systems at the University of Urbino, and I've served as Code Week ambassador for Italy since the very beginning of Code Week back in 2013. And since 2015, I've been the coordinator of the group of Code Week ambassadors. I'm deeply involved in coding literacy especially by teaching to teachers and uh, by developing unplugged coding instruments, uh, activities and games. Thank you, Alessandro. It's a pleasure to have you here and also to, to hear a bit more from your side since uh, you've been with Code Week from the very, very beginning. And so you have had many good ideas for your Code Week and many different initiatives have come from your ideas. So our listeners, I'm sure, are curious to know. So how can you keep this creative energy alive? Is there a secret ingredient that our listeners can learn or get inspired from? <laughs> well, I think that the secret is coding. <laughs> we always say that coding allows everybody to bring uh, their ideas to life. Well, as a university professor in computer science, uh, I have the privilege of leading a research group with strong coding capabilities. So basically, our ideas can really come true. And that's the secret. Oh, that's a very good answer. I would say indeed coding is for everyone. And so one of these ideas and very creative ones that we have developed within CodeWeek and that have been developed is the O2Code and the dance, which were very successful and that our community received very well. Can you tell us a bit more how you came up with this project and maybe some details of how it went about and where are these two today? Yeah, uh, well, it was um, conceived in a very short time because I was looking for something that could engage people in Code Week before going deeply into coding. And uh, we were trying to avoid basically leveraging two technical messages. So we thought that a robot dance would be a good idea. And I asked Brenda Paolini, one of my students uh, who is uh, also a musician, to conceive uh, a music that was inspired to the actually European hymn. And the order to code music was then created first. And then I asked a dance teacher, a friend of mine, Bianca Maria Berardi, to conceive a dance uh, uh, simple enough to allow 
me to dance it. (laughs) I thought that if uh, I was able to dance it, everybody could. And this was the idea. Then we made a video where the order to code was proposed as a music that induced everybody to dance the order to code dance. And then we created challenges and so on. That actually sounds great because I think one one really positive aspect of this Code Week dance, it's the idea that it reached everyone. And it was so very inspiring in the past years to see every classroom like do their own Code Week dance. And and so I think indeed it it contributed a lot just to spreading Code Week because of how easily accessible, so to say, music and dancing is, right? But aside from these creative initiatives, we also have resources. And this year, or right last year, we launched the Coding at Home. And can you share um, with our listeners the story behind this Coding at Home? And can you, for example, tell us a bit more about the benefits of unplugged coding activities? Yeah, I think that the best um, way of starting uh, coding uh, is uh, avoiding putting uh, access barriers to it. So unplugged activities uh, are uh, very useful to this purpose because they do not require uh, any device uh, to start uh, playing with coding uh, and to start uh, practicing coding uh, by leveraging uh, our uh, computational uh, capabilities and uh, also our capability of conceiving and uh, applying algorithms. And this can be done in a very playful way. So the idea of coding at home that was uh, inspired by lockdown, I have to say, unfortunately, in Italy, was to provide very short uh, video tutorials introducing uh, playful activities that could be used both in the classrooms or at home just for the purpose of having fun. But the rationale behind these activities was based on coding principles so that while playing with this kind of activities, people also learn something that was based on the same principle of computer programming. This was the idea. That's a great idea, I think. It's really great to introduce coding and computational thinking to all students, regardless of their age. And also, they don't need to have a computer at home. So there are so many benefits and potentials of unplugged coding activities for both students and parents. Let's move on to find out more about the benefits of these types of initiatives. Alessandro, in your opinion, what is the best way to introduce computational thinking and coding to students? How do you see the future in this area? Well, I think that uh, the best way of introducing uh, coding to students uh, is uh, considering coding uh, as uh, a methodological uh, tool that teachers can apply to their own topics rather than uh, a separate activity. Because in this way, uh, there are two main benefits that I see. The first one is that uh, coding is proposed not by a single teacher but by many different teachers uh, with different attitudes uh, and different competencies and skills. And the other benefit uh, is that uh, in this way, they can uh, really understand that coding is useful, is a way of solving problems uh, that come from the real world rather than uh, applying it just for the sake of it. 
So I think that considering coding uh, as a teaching instrument uh, and a tool in the toolbox of teachers is the best way of introducing it at school, uh, even in primary schools. What do you think are the most important values that contribute to the teaching and learning process? Well, I think that with respect to coding uh, applied to the teaching process, uh, I think that creativity, awareness, uh, and also the importance of the language are among the most important values that the practice of coding can contribute to understand. Because coding basically means describing a process in a very accurate way so that that process can be executed automatically. And this is very important because uh, it provides uh, a very good understanding of the process. And at the same time, uh, it allows you to realize that uh, the language that you use to express the process contains or you need to execute it to solve a problem or to make an idea come true. Now we are going to move on to some more practical tips and hints so that you can create similar games and initiatives in your schools. So just to bring things to a very practical side, Alessandro, so do you have any practical tips or tricks for teachers who would like to contribute to EU Code Week in creative ways based on your experience? So what would you tell to listeners who are just new to Code Week? How can they start? Okay, this is a very good question, but in spite of the fact that I said that uh, coding uh, has uh, something to do with creativity, I would suggest to new buys not to try to be original, but rather to take advantage of the many resources that they can find, especially on the portal of EU Code Week, because there are a lot of tips, but also a lot of activities that can just be used during Code Week to start practicing coding. And I suggested to use Code Week as an icebreaker in which you don't need to uh, pretend too much from yourself, <laughs> but the best way that you can uh, take advantage of them is just using them to do something with your pupils, with your students. Because once you start practicing coding, you uh, really uh, feel how easy it is to get involved and how rewarding and engaging these activities are. So I think that what is very, very important during Code Week is to start to break the ice, and then you will keep coding all the year long. To take the first step, yeah. And I think this is a good moment to remind our listeners that indeed in Code Week, you'll find plenty of resources, such as the coding at home that we just um, discussed, but also we have something that we call the learning bits, which each of which include three lesson plans translated into 29 languages that you can just download directly and apply to your classroom. So you don't necessarily need to reinvent the wheel. You can take something that's already out there. So I think it's a, it's a good reminder. Um, so, Alexander, what do you think, just to, to, to reflect a bit, no? so what do you think is the biggest challenge today for teachers who are willing to sharpen their coding skills in order to support students' learning for the future? I think that 
teachers uh, should work uh, on themselves in order to help uh, their students. I think that uh, uh, being really aware of the key principle of coding is the true challenge. And I uh, suggest the teachers uh, to try to acquire this kind of awareness in order to be able then to propose to their students uh, coding activities, being also aware of the fact that coding is a very rewarding activity, but it is not a turnkey activity. What I mean is that uh, coding is more uh, as a teaching tool or a is an instrument that has to be customized and uh, applied to their own topics. So the process is more important than the result. They don't have to um, look for activities that have been conceived by someone else and can be just reused as they are. It is very important to propose an activity to their students or pupils and to try to do coding with them, being also aware that uh, their coding is uh, an error-prone process. So uh, one of the main uh, takeaway of coding activities is the fact that uh, errors are part of the learning process. So uh, as you know, we call bugs the coding errors, well, debugging, which means finding and overcoming the errors, is probably one of the best learning experiences that coding can provide. So to sum up, CodeWeek has a lot of great initiatives uh, which can help uh, students learn key skills for the future, such as uh, creativity, problem solving and collaboration. And also what you have just mentioned, Alessandro, dealing with the mistake and how we can use mistakes to achieve success. And what is also worth mentioning is that the EU CodeWeek website and all the resources and the teaching and learning materials are available in 29 languages. So there is something for everyone. And also uh, a lot of free professional development opportunities for teachers of all subjects. Indeed, Ariana, I think that one of the, the great things and one thing takeaway methods that, that I take from our conversation today with Alessandro, it's the idea that Code Week is for everyone, regardless of their background, their experience, the age of their students or their, their field of interest in coding. I think there's always something for everyone in Code Week, wouldn't you say? Well, I think that the best advice at this point uh, uh, is uh, to enjoy and share your activities uh, during Code Week. Indeed, pin your activity to the Code Week map and share coding with your students. And also, I would lastly say that even though we call it Code Week, we also like to say that every week is Code Week. Correct. <laughs> That's all from us for today. It was a pleasure to have you as our guest today, Alessandro. My pleasure. Thank you very much. And have a wonderful good week. Thank you. Teachers, students, in case you want to dive into the exciting programming world as we did, go check out CodeWeek EU. There you can find some tutorials and learning bits as well. Tune in next time for a new episode. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.